On today's show, Jason Kidd is not concerned about the state of the Dallas Mavericks. I am, and I'll tell you why on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it high. Bang! It's good. It's If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know on a scale of zero to 10, how Ooh. concerned are you with the state of the Dallas Mavericks? Like 13 games left. Luca and Kyrie hurt. They could be back for the next game. Jason Kidd's not concerned. We'll talk about that. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED when you register. Go to the App Store, Google Play Store, and download the free Ibotta app. I'll tell you about it later. Join Why me. are you letting this thing ride? Pick <laughs> this thing up. And joining me as always, good point, good point. <laughs> joining me as always is my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the uh, Let It Ride No More, the one more thinking what you got for me, Isaac Harris. We saved the Let It Ride moments for that's uh, fair, good that's moments. Fair, that's fair. Right. I, I turned it down. Usually I just leave it full blast, but I did turn it down. So Pretty soon we'll have a Jason Kidd you know, quote after the game. Of, you know, tonight, you know, some of you might want to let it ride, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, so Twitter I got my haircut. Coach. <laughs> I got my haircut today and uh, I came home and didn't tell my wife I was getting my haircut. Got kind of a different haircut. And I was like, you know what? Don't care. Let's try something new. I wear hats every day anyway. And <laughs> I walk in and she's like, I love your haircut. She's bragging on a lot. And then she goes, hey, this is what you reminded me of. And she showed me her phone and it was a picture of Champ. Like the Mavs mascot. The mascot. <laughs> and I was like, really? Champ? <laughs> Thanks. Glad you thought that was hot. <laughs> so uh, anyway, got a good chuckle out of that. For what it's worth, I look like Champ. If you want to watch Isaac and his mane, it's covered up by a hat right now, but you can watch us on YouTube. We appreciate everybody that subscribed that's hanging out with us. Thanks everybody that stopped by and saw me at the game today. I appreciate all of you. I got stickers. I got more stickers, so I'll give you. I'll give out stickers. I think I gave out like seven or eight stickers tonight, including a couple of people in the the press room. Appreciate everybody. Tattoo, tattoos are coming <laughs> uh, in the future. The condoms, the locked on, the locked on sticker condoms are still. They're still got some weird questions about the condoms. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. On today's show, we'll, we will break down the Mavericks' eighty-eight to one hundred and four loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. No Luca, no Kyrie, no Christian Wood. And talk about Jaden Hardy, Josh Green. I thought those were the two positives of this game. So we'll talk about some of that a little later. But first, Jason Kidd is not concerned about the season. We got another just all-timer from Jason Kidd after this game. So, again, I mentioned <laughs> after this Grizzlies game, no Luka, no Kyrie. Mavericks fall below 500 for the first time since December. The Mavericks are still in eighth in the Western Conference. And they're a half game from being out of the plan in general. Woof. Yeah, let's cover let's cover the injury stuff real quick. 
Luca and Kyrie out of this game. Christian Wood was a late scratch to this game. Later, you know, scratch to the game. Like an hour before um, the game, they said foot soreness and then didn't play. Yeah, and I think it was a pregame media that Jason Kidd said that Luke. The hope is for Luca and Kyrie to start practicing, you know, tomorrow, which would yes, be Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, obviously, they got a game on Wednesday. Um, I'd be surprised if Luca played on Wednesday. Yeah, I, I would be too. I mean, we, we were talking about a week. And that it's about a week on Thursday. So if we're talking about when he was first out, when he when he like really like hurt that that thigh a little bit more. So I don't expect him. Maybe Kyrie comes back for the Spurs game, but I don't expect Luca to come back for that Spurs game on Wednesday either. At this point, yeah. Jason Kidd though, after the game, was asked by Tim Calshaw about this point in the season. The Mavericks are thirty four and thirty five, so they're under five hundred. They're eighth in the West. They're so close to being out of the play in all of it, like out of postseason right now. They're dealing with these injuries. And he said, you know, when do you start getting concerned? And Jason Kidd said, once the season is over. <laughs> That's what he said. No, no, no keep going. Keep That's going. That's what we he said. Say the, say the full oh quote. Oh, my God. And then and then Kalashaw came back and said, well, really, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then Jason Kidd said, it's just the regular season. And then Kalashaw says, what if you miss the playoffs? And then Jason Kidd says, then, then there has to be concerned. He said, it's health. We just have to deal with the cards we're dealt. It's just the season. Nobody's dying. Well, people are dying in the world. But uh, I'm trying to figure out where to start because... I'm going to start you, here. You, you, I'm, you I'm, weren't I'm, winning games when you were healthy. So, I, Jason, Jason Kidd's lack of... Uh, like care or like lack of sit forward in your seatedness that's what i'm gonna call it the lack of uh like concern the lack of urgency that's the word is urgency the lack of urgency he's shown for this season is just concerning it's almost as if and you could say this for many things from the dallas mavericks this season it's almost like he's trying to make a point by what he's doing it's the it's the ted lasso are you saying there's a conspiracy at the it's 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 the Ted Lasso part where he doesn't want to. He doesn't want Roy Kent to, to you know to come off the bench, and then he go and Coach Beard goes to him and says, "Hey, if you want to mess with our team success and and a player's feelings just to make a point, I don't want to be with somebody that selfish." And like I've almost reached that point with Jason Kidd where I'm just like, "Hey, if you're doing some of this stuff just to make a point." That hey, I didn't get the defensive players that I wanted. Hey, you gave me this this guy Christian Wood that I don't like his game at all and don't want to play him at this point. Like if he's doing these things just to make a point, just to hey, you know we weren't healthy this season. Hey, I, I don't know. Like and he just keeps it's just excuse after excuse after excuse. And at this point, like there somebody's got to take blame for something. It can't just all be injuries because like Isaac said, when you were healthy, they weren't winning games. And it's this point of the season where, hey, you're about to fall out of the playoffs. Is that something that you care about? And he's like, well, nobody's dying. Like, obviously, yes, no one's dying. But people really care about this stuff. People spend a ton of money to come out and see this team with a top five player and another top 10, top 15 player in Kyrie go out there and play. And they didn't take care of business in those games for various reasons. And these two Memphis games without Luka and Kyrie, sure, like I'm not, put, said, I'm, not me, I'm not putting too much stock in those two games. But to talk about this season as a whole in that context is mind-boggling to me. Let me push back just a little bit. Is there anything that he could have <sighs> done? Go ahead. Go ahead, Isaac. <laughs> no, I'm just saying is there anything he could have done tonight coaching that would have shown a sense of urgency? Like is there a sense that like 
he's it's answering not- the question about right now. And it's like, what if he's showing the sense of urgency with players and like with some coaching stuff behind the scenes? It's just he's not answering the questions like we want him to answer the question. I mean, you go into games like this, like, yeah, maybe he's just looking at these two specific games because he talked about health a lot. And so obviously he's looking at the, the injuries of Luka and Kyrie for sure. But I mean, in this game, I thought that they got good stuff in in the you know, in the, the first half, I thought that second quarter was great. That third quarter, they just couldn't score at all. And that's what happens when you just don't have, you know, some, you know, you don't have three, your three best offensive players in Luca, Kyrie and Christian Wood. Like you're just going to struggle to score at times. And so, yeah, like I'm not t- putting too much stock. I'm not too upset about this specific loss or even the Grizzlies loss the other night. What I don't understand is just the lack of urgency for the season. And to just say, you know, We'll be concerned once the season is over. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're just here. Like, hey, guys, you know. I'm not playing. I'm watching, just like you guys. And as soon as the season's over, I won't be watching. And you guys won't be watching anymore. It'll just be done. Like, okay. (laughs) The nonchalantness, the tongue-in-cheek, the always trying to have the dry wit. You had the quote before the game where he referenced, we're pretty sure, referenced my tweet about about the lineups with Luca and Kyrie and how Dwight Powell is the best big on the on the roster and like, hey, we you know we look at the stuff that you write and we want to make you guys happy. Like, be serious. Like, be a serious coach for for once at this point in the season because there are like there are real consequences now for the way this season is playing, the way this season is 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 like is happening. And I, I just he pushed me over the edge tonight with this one and like I can tell. <laughs> I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> Coming up next, let's talk about how Nick is the new analytics guy for the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> and we'll talk about the Mavs against the Grizzlies. Talk about that <laughs> coming up. But before we do, I got to tell you about our new sponsor. It's called Ibotta. Groceries, school shopping, and getting a little something for yourself. You know you're already doing it, so why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? Isaac, you go to the grocery store all the time, I bet, with two kids. I do, and I got to watch my back at the grocery now. <laughs> Ibotta is I-B-O-T-T-A. It's an app that you can go and earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you the cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Either link your royalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. You, you might as well try it. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying it. So go to uh, Ibotta, the app, I-B-O-T-T-A. Use the code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D. Try the capital L, locked, and go to the App Store or Google Play. Download it right now. Use that code locked. Again, it's I B O T T A, Google Play or the App Store. Use the code locked. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash good plan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. All right, Isaac Harris, we're talking about the Dallas Mavericks, their loss to the, the Grizzlies tonight, and the lack of urgency from, from Jason Kidd at this point in the season. And we talked a lot about the, the job Jason Kidd's done this season. I don't think he's done a great job this season. The Mavericks, I don't think, are at a point where they're going to fire him because of the success from last season. That's just what happens with coaches. And so this is where we are right now is they're just waiting for the guys to get healthy. And they hope that, hey, just fingers crossed that the guys get healthy. They come back and that everything's fine. Isaac, is that possible? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I just one, let's talk about the you know, Jason Kidd, you know, quote post game about the yes, I would have answered that. Yes, I am worried. I, I have urgency. Yeah, the concern. Um, yeah. You know, the concern about it's like, hey, we only have thirteen games left. We're right in the mix for the play in now. Like some things go a little bit, you know, the other direction. You're fighting your butts off just to get into the play in at that point. So um I thought, <laughs> so yes, let me ask you a question. Yes, they do have the ability to to turn it on, though, because of the talent of Luka and Kyrie. If they come back, let's say they set out the San Antonio game. Let's say, you know, the the rest of the role players beat San Antonio. God, let's hope. <laughs> and then let's say they come back for the Lakers game. They have a big win, beat the Lakers, and they kind of get their, like, mojo back a little bit and win some games. They would win me back over a little bit, right? Like you'd feel, you know, you'd feel confident, you know, more confident in what you are right now going into, you know, playoffs just because you have a Kyrie Irving and a Luka Doncic on the team. So, yes, the it is still there. <laughs> just some of the, I mean, I would just do some of the comments different tonight. I mean, the post game comment but, that you were joking about the analytics stuff, or I was joking, like, I I don't know. I mean, explain that situation for people who who might not have seen it. So. Yesterday, the other day, I, I, Sunday night, I was just looking through Mavs stats and I was just looking through lineups with Luca and Kyrie and who was playing well with Luca and Kyrie. So I did, I went through and Exciting I, night. I, I was having a great Sunday night. I was, I was procrastinating doing something else. Uh, Luca and Kyrie plus role players. So I tweeted the green stats, the Bullock stats, the Tim Hardaway stats. And then I did one with all three of the bigs, Powell, Maxie and Wood. And the Wood one stood out so much because he's a negative 57.8 net rating with those two. Like, that one just stands out a lot. Uh, and Powell's a plus 12 net rating. So like, But, but not very many, you know, possessions for The Christian Wood one is only 46 yeah. possessions. The Powell one is 334 with Luka and Kyrie. Taking so it, up for Christian Wood. It's a, it's a big difference. And I even wrote that in a tweet. It's only 46 possessions. Like, it's such a small sample size. But it has been really bad. So I don't think the Mavericks are going to try that. Very, that was... My point was just to look at who was who was good and who was who had not been good, and I don't think they're going to try Luca and Kyrie with Wood very much because of how it's been that bad early. So I tweet that, and then before the game against the Grizzlies on Monday night, Jason Kidd references and says, "Hey, you know, we looked at, you know, uh, Tim Cato asked him a question about pairings and who pairs the best with, you know, two two big lineups or with one big lineup." And I tweeted a couple others about how. You know, guys had played with, you know, two big lineups or one big lineup. And Christian Wood came at the bottom of that, too. And then Jason Kidd references it and says, you know, I saw a report this, you know, even today that that Dwight Powell is our best big. And so we're looking at that stuff. We're reading what you guys say. It's we like want the to, combos of bigs with Luca and Kyrie. And yeah. And we <laughs> we want to make you guys happy. And so I, I tweeted I tweeted the clip at Nick Van Exit. You can go check. You can go listen to the full quote and then see the tweet uh, attached to it. But it, it's just the. The way that he talks about it, I I know he doesn't care about the post game pressers. I know I don't always tell you guys the truth. I know he doesn't tell us the truth in them. I, I just at this point like tell us something and show us something that that says that like you care about this season because it doesn't but, it doesn't look like it does. It also goes a little bit into you know we do care to an extent about some fan feedback to our, our podcasts or any media stuff that you produce. A lot of reporters you want to you know get the reader's input and stuff. And I feel like, almost, I mean, we joke about it sometimes media is like, you know, what fans want us to ask or all this. And it's like, all right, well, if, if kid's not going to answer them, you know, if kid's not no, going to answer he's, he's the not. truth, no. or he's just going to play around with it, there's really nothing you can do about it. Right. Like he could just pull our leg all season long. And it's just like, 
all right, cool. We can keep asking questions. And yeah, there's keep, been a, there's been a hundred comments so, on YouTube and stuff that have said like, "Can you ask kid this?" Like, sure, I can, but he's not going to answer them seriously. Like, he just doesn't. It's the way it is yeah. right now. And, and there's nothing you can't do anything about it. So it's just no. part of it. So l- let's talk about let's talk about the actual game because I think I think that yeah. it, there's nothing else w- with Jason Kidd. This is my frustration with Jason Kidd, where he is, how he answers questions, how it looks like he cares about the season or doesn't. And all that. Uh, and so let's talk about this game. Because the Mavericks, they they lose this game 88 to 104. And the first thing that stands out to me is Jaden Hardy. That first quarter, Jaden Hardy, nope. 16 points, 5 of 9 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3. And just one turnover, which is a huge positive for him. Got to the free throw line, hit both of his free throws. Um, I don't want to do another, like, I'm frustrated with. But I am frustrated that, like, we could, oh. be, we could have been seeing this all season. This is one of the things that I'm frustrated about is that Jason Kidd also talked about Jaden Hardy and, you know, I asked him a question about what do you want to see from him to get some more minutes going forward? And he's like, you know, he's still young in his career. He told, you know, Tim Cato another Hardy question. like, he's an infant in his career at this point. He's got a small sample size. And you're like, okay, but if you could have just brought him along a little bit more throughout the season, then we could have seen this. This team would have been prepared for uh, an absence of Luca or Kyrie or Dinwiddie at the time. And they have it, and so now, but we see Jaden Hardy, and he looks like it looks like he's he's ready for some minutes. We've been saying that now for for months, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never been in the camp of like, hey, you should start, no, or hey, you should yet. get thirty five minutes again. I mean, he got forty one minutes, you know, tonight. He's never gonna he's he was never gonna get that with everybody healthy. So like, you know, I, I get that of like why he hasn't had this type of role all season. Uh, I just never understood why Frank's played over him, which now. I mean, this is some of the rotation he's stuff not, I, I just don't understand him. right now. It's like, okay, so when everybody's playing and healthy, Frank plays. But then when no one's healthy, then Frank doesn't play. And I'm just like kind of confused by him. Like, and, and Frank's even a free agent. I mean, he, he's up for a new, a new stop, contract. Stop this summer. You, and your, you and your tweets. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, Hardy, man, like he is showing that he deserves some more minutes. And, you know, if don't want to do this now, but like if the season goes a different direction over the next few weeks, Hardy is the one, you know, Hardy's the one that, you know, should be playing a ton because if you not to go ahead and look towards next season, but it's like, man, if, if Jaden Hardy could like show something, you know, towards the end of the season and going into the summer and to be a legitimate guy coming off the bench, it's kind of like the Josh Green thing. That would be huge for this team. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Hardy was the story in this you know, game. He, he led the team in scoring. Who would have guessed, you know, who would have thought? You know, Paul Rudd meme here that in game Look at 60. Us. I think this was game 69, right? Look at us. Who would have thought? Was this game 69? Yeah, game 69. That's nice. Uh, game 69 that Jaden Hardy would lead the Mavs in scoring. I think if you told me that, I would have said things are tough. They, you're cor- you'd you'd have been correct. Past and it would Isaac, be correct. They, things are tough right now. But still, 28 points for him tonight. I mean, that was a um, some of the moves he was scoring. You know, his confidence shoot, shooting off the dribble too. He had a couple threes that were like, I mean, he did shoot 15 threes in this game. But this is what you want, right? In a game that you know none of the three best offensive players don't play. Sure, go out there and shoot 15 threes in a game. Let's do this. So I was happy watching him play tonight. He's fun, man. He wasn't happy with his performance, especially shooting-wise. Jason Kidd even mentioned after the game, 15 threes is probably a little too many for him, and I think Hardy agreed. He was just getting him up there. And nah. some, some of it was just 
late in the shot clock stuff. They didn't really have anything else to go to. And they said, okay, well, let's just look. Hardy's like, I'll just hoist up a three. He did hit in the first quarter a step back corner three, which is a really mm. hard shot to do. Like, he just has a bag, man. Uh, and it's just so nice to see him get some more development, get some more playing time here. And the Mavericks have a real piece. Uh, I will tell you that there was a member of the of the, of the Sacramento Kings organization who was sitting next to me during the game and said that he uh, that, that anytime Jaden Hardy does something that the GM of the that the, uh, the someone in the the Kings organization sends everybody a note about it and it's like mad that they they, they traded two second round picks more. I was gonna say they, uh, like, they traded. They're like always upset about it. Anytime they see him like leading the G League in scoring or like has a really good shot or good well, dunk he, or if something. If that person's texting about Hardy, he must have blew up the text about Luca. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're like, hey, we lost another one to the Mavericks. But yeah, the, the Kings organization internally does talk about Jaden Hardy. And it's a big that they think it's a big miss that they missed on him. So it's all right. Hey, they got back. They the got Ma- Bagley. Mavs win some of them. They don't have Bagley anymore. He's. Gone. I know. I'm joking. <laughs> I can't talk any smack because they're having a fun season and they're really good. Isaac doesn't want to light the beam at all. Coming up, I know. I love the Kings. They're fun. Coming up, let's talk about Josh Green. I thought he had a the the most impactful game. Yeah. Uh, and I want to talk about some of the things, some of the, the struggles he's had. So we'll talk about him coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel is uh, the number one sports book in America. It's the sports book of Locked On. So you can go check it out, see what's available at FanDuel. Again, go to FanDuel.com slash Locked On. And you can go and see. Come on, mm-hmm. come on, FanDuel. Uh, you can go and see um, conference winners. Those Sacramento Kings are still plus 2,900. They're below the Lakers, the Mavs, the Grizzlies, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Suns, and the Nuggets to win the Western Conference. That one's, that's a sneaky, that's a sneaky good one. Uh, plus 2,900. Timberwolves are plus 6,500, so they're way below that. But the Lakers plus 2,400. That, that the Kings have worse odds to win the West than the Lakers is, is wild right now. Um, but you can go check that out on FanDuel, all kinds of other stuff. They have World Baseball Classic. They have you know college basketball with, with that tournament coming up. You have all that stuff you can go check out at, at FanDuel. You can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 with bonus bets. Again, FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us and watching Locked on Mavs each and every day. We appreciate you guys. Let's talk about Josh Green because I thought Josh Green was the most impactful player for the Mavericks in this game. Just they he only played 27 minutes cuz got in foul trouble. He got three three pretty quick fouls in the third quarter and that really slowed the game down and honestly slowed the Mavericks down to a point where the game was just not winnable after that for him. But 23 points, five boards, seven assists. Uh, you know, the five fouls, the four turnovers, but he was only a minus 2 in this game. Hit three threes, 10 of 15 from the field. Just a really good complete game from Josh Green. He's got to get his groove back and you know, especially when he gets back to playing with Kyrie and Luca and, and those guys. But I mean, he's basically the point guard for you know a decent amount of it. <laughs> he was. And which I mean, Nico kind of coined him as that as the third ball handler back a while back. You know, after the the trade deadline, it's like, hey, well, we got Josh. You know, and people, people forget also about forget, Frank. Oh, let's go. Uh, people also forget about Frank. And um, but no, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I was happy to see Josh tonight. If it felt like he was a little bit more confident in his threes, um, you know, he hit fifty percent of his threes and stuff tonight. But he was all over the floor too. Couldn't ask for you know twenty three points out of Josh Green. 
sign me up every day. It was the other. It was the vets in this game. I'm like. No, with, with, with Josh Green, though, we're, we're starting to see the confidence come back. You said he's got to get his groove back. And yeah, with the fouls, definitely. Uh, this was a game that was weird. Like two Santi Aldama, weird fouls were like they were just being physical with each other. And then like one would fall down. The other one would fall on top of each other. And then they would call Josh for the foul both times. And he's just frustrated out of, you know, he's out of his mind frustrated. But we started to see Josh Green get that confidence back in a game like this. So this is one of like the positives in games like this where they're going to lose. They don't have Luca. They don't have. They don't have Kyrie. They're playing against an all-star Jaron Jackson, Desmond Bain from down the street, all that. And right. but you have Josh Green just driving and and hitting floaters or runners or the stop and pop shots, the three-point shots that you're talking about that he was hitting and with confidence. This is what you need out of some of these games from Josh Green. Like you mentioned, they used him as a point guard. Start of the second quarter. Yeah. The lineup coming out was Josh Green, Reggie Bullock, Justin Holiday, Davis Bertans, and Markeith Morris. Josh Green is your point guard and probably your yeah. only guard in that. And he, we think of him more as a wing anyway. And, and you you see, you know, a game like this and you look at Reggie, Tim, and Maxi, they combine for 11 points in this game. <sighs> but who typically sets these guys up? It's right. Luca and Kyrie. And so, you know, we were texting about the other night about Tim playing without, you know, Luca and Kyrie. It's like it's really a lot of these guys because they all they're all pieces around you know, a ball dominant guard, like a Luca or a Kyrie. And so when you take those guys out, like Josh and Jaden, they're just not playmaker creators like that. You know, Jaden can create to get his own, his shot at the rim, but they're just not creating those shots for the other guys in the corners on the wing. So, you know, that's the, you're going to sacrifice a lot whenever those two guys yes. are out. But that's one of the things is it, it doesn't negate those, you know, those three guys, but it definitely takes down their value on the offensive end. Yeah, and and one of the reasons why I kind of do still have have hope, like in this Maverick season, is when those guys have been on the court, they've been really good. The like I talked about the Luca and Kyrie plus Bigs lineups. One of the ones that really stood out to me: 162 possessions, so it's still not a ton, not a lot, but 162 possessions of Luca, Kyrie, and Tim Hardaway. 125 offensive rating, incredible. 107 defensive rating, can't explain it. Like that, that's so good that mm. can't explain it. Plus 18 net rating, like with Josh Green on the court with Luca and Kyrie, 126 offensive rating, amazing. 112 defensive rating, really good, incredibly good for this season because no defense has been played for anybody. So that's a plus 14 net rating. With Bullock on the court, it's a plus nine net rating. Like they've been really, really good this season when those guys have played with Luca and Kyrie on the court. So like as the season winds down the the rotation will get shorter and shorter and the Mavericks will be in a better position and a better position like to play those guys have been good together when they've been on the court I agree but when they're there not on the court they look like they did tonight where you're talking <laughs> yeah. about I mean Tim just couldn't he couldn't find his shot he's he's chucking up these threes like he's just not getting the open threes that he was used to getting uh when he plays with Luca and Tim in transition I, mm. it just it just drives me insane every time I watch it because I just know that's not going to end well. Every single, you almost want him to just stop. Like, okay, it's a one-on-one, you to the basket. Just stop. Just stop and slow the offense down. Try something else uh, in this game. What do you oh, think? Oh, Timmy. Let's ask some random questions here. What do you think about the random, like, three, four minutes Markeith Morris is getting? Because it seems sure, like he sure, plays him. Not? He plays him for like three. Kid plays him for like three minutes. It was at the end of the first quarter. Now it's like beginning of the second quarter. And it's just three or four minutes, and he pulls him, and we never see him again. Make it make sense, you know. That's what Markeith tweeted the other day. 
Um, no, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, our whole thing is, man, I mean, he would be a cool little, not the X factor, but like a cool little X factor if he was in shape enough and can contribute to this team, you know, in a playoff series or something like that. But Hey, we can't get ahead of ourselves with playoff stuff. We got it. I guess not. No, I, I did today. And Jason Kidd called me on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, with Marquise Morris, I think they, I think he's still trying to play back in shape. I, I kind of think that that's what they're doing. I don't know if three or four minutes in an NBA game is getting you there, but just giving him a little bit more. They do need a big wing like that. You look at some of the defenders they have: Josh Green, Bullock, Justin Holiday. Like those, they're small. They're smaller wings, right? They're not these big wings that we've been used to with Dorian. And so, like having, at this rate, he's just not going to be in the league next year. But it's going to be really frustrating if he's like on a team next year playing decent minutes. And like, well, there's actually a role on for him on this team. He hit a couple of good mid range jumpers too, and he hit a three the yeah. other day. Like he, he still got a shot. He shot forty yeah, percent yeah. with Brooklyn. So I, I want to see some more Marquise, but I think they're still trying to play him back into shape. That that's my take on it. Yeah, I mean that. I think that's really the only take to have with it. But what, now the biggest thing is just just. Wait, you got another question? Yeah, what do you think about McKinley Wright? We, we've seen him now in some, some bigger minutes last two games. Uh, this game, you know, he's 4 of 12 from the field, struggled there. But 9 points, 6 boards, 3 assists, you know, steal. He had a really, I think I think he picked Dylan Brooks's pocket with one of them. He just played some Sign me up some, for that. He played some tough defense. No, I mean, for for McKinley, it feels like they're picking him over Frank because they they trust his offense more than Frank's. For sure. And it's like, hey, well, if we need a third guard in the rotation – We'd rather play McKinley in that role instead of Frank's and and all of that. It's just weird, you know, a guy like Frank that kid seems dedicated to play at times where I'm like, I wish Hardy would play over Frank. But then anyway, so it just feels like, you know, McKinley fits that role more. But good luck trying to figure out the rotation sometimes. But what have you thought about his play like in general? No, he's, I mean, he looks fine out there. He's confident. He's driving to the basket, doing his thing. You know, he's always going to try really hard on defense. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm like, you know, dying for him to get minutes in the rotation when everybody's healthy, but I think for what you asked <laughs> ask of him tonight as that like third guard, you know, played what, 20, 22 minutes in this game, I think. Um, I think he did fine. Yeah. I think he, was he, he's 24. He's 24, but I think the map should keep him around a little bit. I like him a lot. He, you know, he's small, especially you see him in person on the floor. You're yeah. like, all right, you are pretty pretty tiny, but he makes up a lot with his energy and, and and all of that. So, I like him a lot. I think a lot for him will come down to his outside shot for sure. And you know, can he make that consistently and on his own? So, we'll see. It was fun. I mean, now everything's about the San Antonio game. You, you have to win this. I mean, if must win, does it define the season? Now, it. I mean, <laughs> the Spurs suck so bad. No matter who plays in this game, you got to come out of this game with a win. Is it still nice to know for... that the Spurs suck? It is still, it's kind of, oh, I mean, yeah. for all the bad that's going on at the Mavs season, it's still nice to look down at the bottom of the standings and it's San Antonio and Houston, right? Like, oh, both of them? Sign me up. The Mavs, well, the Mavs are not playing the worst basketball in Texas, for sure. <laughs> I was going to say, I, yeah, don't want to talk too much schmack because uh, there could there could be three Texas teams down there towards the bottom. <laughs> <of Houston. laughs> I don't know. The, the Spurs are what? They're... Oh, do this math. Do this math real quick. 16 games behind the Mavs. Wow. That's a lot. That's incredible. <laughs> Insane. All right, we'll be back with a post game. 
uh, after that game as well. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us on Lockdown Mavs. Go check out Lockdown NBA Game to Game. You'll hear from me. you hear from other people that cover their teams from for Lockdown all across the league. Lockdown NBA Game to Game on the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcasts. Peace out. Boom.